I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Buy Kids for Kids Storytime. We've got some awesome ways in which you can participate in the Buy Kids for Kids team. Go to patreon.com forward slash buy kids for kids. Subscribe to get some amazing rewards. Become a story wizard, an executive producer, a junior wordsmith. Or, the best one of all, a creative director in which you can write us your own story that we will perform and publish. We'd love to have you on the team. Go to patreon.com forward slash buy kids for kids. Let's get on with the story. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. An old sorcerer lived in a musty room at the top of a tall, crooked wizard's tower that stretched high into the starry night sky. His table was covered with baffling contraptions, strange coloured potions, and jars full of all sorts of things too ghastly to mention. Disgusting mixtures filled the air with horrible smells. The walls of the tower were lined with shelves, stuffed with dusty old books. These were the sorcerer's precious spell books, and he wouldn't let anyone look inside them, ever. The sorcerer had a young apprentice called Otto. He was a fairly lazy boy whose greatest wish was to be able to do magic. He just wasn't really interested in the hard work required to study magic. I wish I could cast spells. Imagine, I could levitate. I could turn people into frogs. I could turn pebbles into gold. The sorcerer had promised Otto. Young man, I will teach you everything I know, but only when you are ready. Yes, sir. One day, the sorcerer had to go out. I'm going to visit a dear old friend of mine, the finest witch in the land, Granny Gertrude. The sorcerer had never left Otto unsupervised in the tower. I don't entirely trust him. Looking very fierce, the sorcerer gave Otto his instructions. I have a very important spell to cast when I return, he said. I need the cauldron filled with fresh water from the well downstairs. When you have filled the cauldron, you can sweep the floor. After that, you must light the fire. Understand? (sighs) Otto was less than impressed. I'll have to go up and down the steps of the tower again and again and again and again just to fill the stupid cauldron. Really? The sorcerer unrolled an ornate carpet, stood on it and uttered the words, 
squiddly putty. And up it rose into the air. Maybe the sorcerer had ESP. That stands for extrasensory perception. When you can read people's minds. And naughty young Otto's mind was full of naughty thoughts. That's why the sorcerer said, Now be careful and don't touch anything. You're not supposed to. And off he flew into the night. Once the sorcerer was out of sight, Otto climbed up a rickety ladder and took down one of the old dusty spell books. Who needs cauldrons when you've got real magic spells? Otto searched through book after book and eventually found what he was looking for. Aha! Got it! A spell to make a flying broomstick. Otto didn't hesitate. He forgot that magic can be very, very dangerous. He took a broomstick in one hand and the spell book in the other and, slightly unsure of himself, nervously read up the spell. Wazakazizi, wazakazoo, make this broom do what I tell it to do. And the broom did nothing. He'd missed a line. Again, he tried. Wazakazizi, wazakazoo, make this broom do what I tell it to do. Ying tong, ying tong, tiddle my toes, make it move where I want it to go. The broomstick sprang up into the air. Instantly, it hooked a bucket and went zipping down the stairs. Soon it was back with a bucket full to the brim of water, which it tipped into the cauldron. I've done it! I've done it! I've cast a spell! Otto clapped his hands in delight. I can't believe it! I've done it! The broomstick set off down the stairs again and came up with more water again and again and again until the cauldron was full. But it didn't stop there. Soon the bucket was overflowing onto the floor of the tower. Stop! Stop! shouted Otto. But the broomstick was determined and carried on fetching water. Soon the room was up to Otto's knees with water. Potion bottles were bobbing about and papers and books getting drenched. Broomstick, I order you to stop this minute! Stop! Nothing Otto could say would stop the broomstick. Desperate, Otto grabbed an axe from near the fireplace and chopped the broomstick into pieces. To his complete and utter horror, all the pieces of wood turned into new broomsticks. Oh, you can't be serious! And the new baby brooms hurtled off downstairs to the well with new baby buckets magically appearing to be filled with more water. No! By now, the water was nearly up to the ceiling. Otto swam around in panic, trying to rescue the floating collection of precious magical items. Please stop, please! The sorcerer will probably do something dreadful to me. He'll probably turn me into a frog, or a potato, or a smelly old sock. Tired and exhausted, Otto clung to a bookshelf, 
and gave up. Suddenly, there was a whoosh of magical wind. The sorcerer flew in through the window at lightning speed. In an angry voice, he shouted, Broomsticks! You shall not pass! The broomsticks stopped. They turned to face the sorcerer in silence, expectantly, who raised his hands and chanted, Broomstick! Shroomblick! Stop at once! Clean the mess of this ridiculous dance! With amazing speed, the broomsticks gathered the water whizzing up and down the stairs. And soon, the tower was back to normal. The sorcerer clicked his fingers. And the broomsticks flew into each other. And with a loud zap, they became one broomstick again, leaning against the side of the fireplace. Then the sorcerer turned to Otto, his eyes burning with anger. Otto cringed, waiting to be turned into something dreadful. Boy! He roared. The work of a master is not at all easy. It takes years of practice to do something well. Respect learning, respect experience, and never meddle in matters that you do not understand. The sorcerer did not punish Otto because he knew that this was one lesson he had learned very well indeed. Thank you for listening to this episode of Buy Kids for Kids, Kids Storytime. Performed by Maya Degenhardt and Max and Ruby Hughes. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.